2017, a crack Namsoft unit formed a supergroup to create the most immersive Vietnam experience. These men promptly escaped from the normal pickup gameplay to the Milsim Underground. Today, still wanted by the community, they survive as producers of fortune. If you have interest, if no one else does it right, and if you can come correct, maybe you can join the Bay Team. Everybody, episode 18 of the Bay Podcast. We're running a little light tonight. With me is Mr. Frucci. Say what's up, Frucci. Hey, what's going on there, folks? All right, and um, obviously Liam. So we have a little change of scenery. Um, I just moved, so I went from the city to the suburbs. So we have children playing outside instead of uh, bums fighting over garbage cans. But we still have a snoozing dog in the background, so if you hear snoring, apologize. It's just the dog, but he's sleeping now. Let him, let him be. At least there's free parking now. Yep. Yeah. No, uh, no 45 minute trying to find a parking spot. <laughs> Got a nice long driveway. Can fit you know two, three cars in there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice. So um, yeah, let's get on. Let's get on with the show, Ferrucci. Uh-huh, let's do it. Okay. So this week was a pretty busy week. Um, I mean, to be honest, now that it's starting to get a little warmer and the season's coming around, I mean, normally and under normal circumstances, the season would have been full swing. We would have been two, three months at this point. Without question. So everyone's been getting antsy. Um, I would say for the last like couple weeks, um, we've been getting a lot of requests to be LERPs or other you know special requests. Um, I just want to address that first off and, you know, this isn't to like, you know, we're not, we don't want to be in the business of saying no to everybody, but the answer is no. We're not, we're just not doing lurks. It's, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, um, it's not really for this event. It, you know, we, we need grunts. It's, yeah. it's grunts against. It's a straightforward event. You have your USGIs versus NBA. That's it. Yeah. yeah it's that uh, basic. Like, I mean, I, I honestly, from my experience, we've we've experimented with this in the past, um, mm-hmm. and if this is someone who prefers to be alert himself. Right. It just really isn't the most applicable um, thing for airsoft. Uh, you know, you're not re- real time intel. Really, isn't feasible. It's not. It's just not going to ever be accurate. Like if you were, if you were out there like weeks before the event. Yeah, it, it would work, but you're not, right. you know, it's not, and the other thing too is like, there's no real airstrikes or artillery right. garage to like call in, so what are, you, what are you doing other than just being some rogue element out in the middle of the event? Yeah, I mean, that's what it basically comes down to, I mean, it's that, and I know we're going to be, I know I personally will be mentioning it, it's that fine line between airsoft and trying to recreate, you know, a factual military, you know, milsim experience. Right. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a difficult balance that we try to, you know, uphold every single event that we specifically host. Right, right. And, and for one thing, I mean, it's much easier said than done. I mean, let's just put it, put it to rest with that. I mean, you say yourself. I mean, we've tried hosting with LERPs, and it's never worked out. I mean, I personally... With, and, the, this, and this was with proven... Guys that we know yeah. are a good LERP team, and it just 
it didn't work. It didn't work out. Like we don't, and we don't need them. We, yeah. You know, we think about it, we have we have we have close to sixty grunts for the GI side. We can reconnaissance by power. You know, yeah. like, use, you know, by force. Right. Um. So we don't really need the alerts. They don't really apply to this type of event. Right. Um. That said, like, calm duck. If you want that lerp experience on the GI side or on the Allied side, that would be the event for you. Yeah. But honestly, like going as having like going as Viet Cong, that's as as lerp as you're gonna get. Probably oh, more so than being alert for for airsoft. Yeah. I mean, at least there's less control with the Viet Cong per se. It's you know it's a lot more organized and more parallel when you're you right. Know. But you you know when you're patrolling as a three man cell, you do have a little bit of, of autonomy. To you know, you do, but you definitely have more freedom. You don't have that sort of command structure. Right, right. That's what I meant. Like yeah. you have, like you can kind of do, you can kind of do your own thing. But you still are reporting, like the way we run it. And I know Chris Johnson and Roman, they're going to run a, a really tight ship this year, as they have always. And of course, even as Viet Cong, you're not like patrolling off on your own, causing trouble. You're still. You know, you're rendezvousing or, yeah. or rallying back at a certain time, you, you know. Um, it's just part of the event. It's part of, like, what we're trying to emulate here. Right. So, um, yeah, I, like, I get asked that, I would say, since the beginning of us running Junction City back two years ago now. This is our third year yeah. doing this. We've gotten asked that monthly. Now it's started to get weekly. The other day we had two, two requests. Mm-hmm. Um for just yesterday, you know, right. just the, you know, just the other day. Um, but yeah, like, I'm sorry guys, it's, you know, there's nothing personal, but I have to, along with the base staff is, we have to think for, we have to think for the integrity of the event. We have to think about what's best for the collective. Right. You it's, know, it's more or less the practicality use. And like I said, that fine balance. Yeah. 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 So we will probably, I, I can't see, us doing alert team for that big August right. event for ever, you know, right. it, it, you know, maybe I'll have a change of heart. I, I highly doubt it. I don't think so, to be honest with you. And I highly doubt it. So, I mean, there's not much else to say. Like we, like it, to me, it's like a, a topic that just like, Hey, can I wear, can I wear a Viking helmet to this event? It's the same thing. Like, no, like there's, it's, it's to me, to me, there's not really a difference of asking like, right. Hey, can I bring my M4? Hey, can I wear flectard instead of uh, green? You know, it's it's just it's no. The answer is gonna be no. So there's no other way around it. And and it's just our specific mantra that we've talked about. Come correct only pertains to us and nobody else who runs similar events. Right. Right. And, right. You know, we try to maintain that high standard, and we're not trying to force anybody to, you know, think that like. We're just, you know, pushing that on everybody, but, like, that's just how we are. You come to us, you know. We, we try to project an, an authentic experience, and we don't want anything visually to throw anybody off. Right. Um, and that's just how we are. That's how we do business, and obviously we have other events that obviously don't have anywhere near those standards where we can, you know, have, I guess you could say a little fun with, you know, perfect right. example would be, like, Ragnarok, where you can mix up the gear and everything, right. you wouldn't have to worry about, you know, the you know the right gear and everything because you're you know you're kind of just playing with it. Right, and like steel cog would probably be a really good example. Well, yours, 
one faction with well, anything goes, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing Rothko Tiger Stripes, for crying out loud, and, right. you know, using all this, you know, nons- I wouldn't say nonsensical gear, but gear that I would never, you know, run at a Vietnam event. And, you know, at least, like I said, just have a fun day and everything and not have to worry about people complaining at each other. Yep. yep. Um, I, I think that's the thing, too. I mean, I know, like I said, with the strict guidelines we have, I mean, we still have to maintain order, but, you know... We just have to have some form of reasonability to just have that sort of, you know, lines of communication where we can just not scream at each other or... Have... Right. It, well, that, that's that's really our next point was, yeah. like, you know, we have to be constructive. When when guys are interested in going to our event, it's great. Like, we love yeah. it. Like, that's what we're here for. Like, mm-hmm. We want to build the community, not just, you know, not just... It's not about us. It's... Yeah, yeah. And, but, yeah, but, like, what I was saying is, like, what, what guys may think would be correct for or good enough for another event it may not be right. enough for our event because we're we're really trying to chase another uh vision right you know compared to the other events so so like like don't get discouraged when it doesn't it's not correct like we'll we'll help you we, yeah. we've, we've we have there. supportive people yeah. you know just ask us a question and just try to be reasonable and don't take it personally like it's an attack on you or anything right and and you know um what I noticed on the Discord is there's there are a few guys that aren't staff that are trying to help out, but maybe yeah. come off as brash or is brash a word? Uh, brazen? Bra- I mean, brazen. 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 That's the word I'm looking for. Brazen. Where um, they mean well, but you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be the the base staff's uh, word. You know, so right. listen for that. Um, no, we appreciate the community. Like the, the Discord channel, I think has its uses. It's been pretty successful. I, I say it of, opens doors yeah, for yeah. those who want to find the correct gear. Right. I know you, Darius O'Donnell. You do. You guys do an excellent job sending out links and the buyer's right. guide to those who definitely need it. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get any simpler than that. That, that. That's the thing is, we we really are trying to hold your hand to meet our standards. So, like. You just gotta follow the buyer's guide. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It. It's not yeah. like some secret society that we have where you know, you can't. If you're missing one particular item, you can't. You know, play with us or anything. Right. And you know, I don't know why some people kind of treat it that way. Maybe you. Yeah, like I. It's. I think there's. You know, we're we're we're, we're like in that gray area between airsoft and reenactment. Oh yeah. So we still got a lot of airsofters who, like, you know, airsofters tend to like, they love having that special item that makes them different than everyone else. Right. And that's not the case for this. It's kind of like reenactment. You're really trying to be the norm. Like, yep. And, you know, you guys saw the video. For the most part, everyone looked the same in the video. Look, look, to me, that was like a victory. That was yeah. what I was looking for. Everyone had the same gear, same uniform, a lot of M16s, not yep. many, you know, not many XMs. Yep. But, but a minimum, an XM. It was either, everyone, it was like, I would say ninety percent M sixteen. Yeah. Maybe the other the other ten percent were M sixties and yeah. XM. But that's how it that's how it was. You know when, what we're trying to reenact. And I yes. know I mentioned before. Pre- you know we're here to tell a story, not so much you know play per se an airsoft game. You know we're not t- you know talking about having high kill counts and everything. We're not trying not, to win the. You can, you can go whole day without shooting your gun. Yeah. You I can mean, go that's, whole that's day the point of our events. I mean yes. you've done it before. I yeah. mean whether or not you were a grunt or. You know, replicate or reenacting song. I mean, yeah. you even told me. You know, when you 
you've gone out there in the bush for, you know, six plus hours, you didn't fire a single shot. Yeah, and, and then I also said we were useless. <laughs> we did not offer anything to the event. We, well, yeah. We, I mean, other than being cool for ourselves, yeah. we didn't no, offer there's, anything. There, there's no yeah. disagreement on that. And, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, that was the past, and we learned from it. And yeah. we just keep moving forward. And, I mean, in essence, the only time it's probably acceptable to be LERP is, like, if we're actually representing, you know, at a museum or something. And, right. you know, you're not out there. And right. that's just how I personally see it. If people do have a LERP or SOG, you know, you know, kit and everything, yo, great for you, man. You know, mm -hmm. you, you, you know, at least you, as long as you do the you know, right research and you, you know, don't make a fool out of yourself or anything, then keep going with it, you know. Just, but keep back, keep in mind, though, in the back of your head, it's not going to be acceptable, you know, accepted at, you know. At the big at, August event, the big correct. day August event, right? I mean. But, yeah, like, I mean, like I said before, like. We're in that weird gray area where I think we're starting we're starting to get like a little bit of like what's the word look like we're we're getting a little bigger so we're getting yeah, attention we're... from the airsoft community more so than we have been and now we're starting to, to branch into the reenactor community and we, now we have airsofters who think we're harsh douchebags yep and then we still have reenactors who think we're cavemen dumbass airsofters yep and we're 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 a little bit of both we're not yeah. you know um i i honestly think we're we're more or less a reenactment using airsoft guns you know airsoft yeah. rifles, AGs. And like that's really the only difference then we just don't use blanks that's that's the, the impression that i had since you know since i first got involved with you guys i mean just the way you guys carried yourself, and even although, you know, even my first impression when you guys even put up the tent alone and you had everything surrounding it, it wasn't yes. so much what you were wearing. Uh, well, of course, it was what you were wearing, but just how you presented it. Right. You know, you, you you added those other details. You know, you had the weapons crates. You had the, the correct cot. You know, you didn't just do some half-assed, you know representation of what Vietnam looked like like you know right. you fleshed it out and that's why it really impressed me right from the get go like you know these, these guys are serious about what they do and you know even when I first showed you my my very first Vietnam impression I mean it was a complete disaster but you you sent me the links to getting the you know I know we started off with the you know small with the correct you know um canteen pouches right and then it you know and then from that point on you know you're like all right maybe you need to get you know the the the, the you know 1956 web belt then right. you got to get you know the right ammo pouch and everything and it's like you know it's not like he's being asked to me i mean i'm a living example of it i mean i've been involved with you guys for over two years now yeah and you know no one ever really gave me a problem over what i'd worn Right, yeah. but you you got yourself. You took the criticism. It really wasn't criticism. It was just like, all right, you need, this is what you need to get. Yeah, I this mean, is really what you need to get. It yeah. wasn't like, yo, we, no, I don't think anyone ever said yo, your shit sucks. Exactly. We, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I've gotten, like I said, I want to say control, but you know, like I said, I gotten the the run, the shakedown crews and everything. And, right. You know, I gotten some straight up answers from this, you know, especially from Darius. You know, yeah. and I appreciate the honesty from him because you know, without guys like that who are going to be straightforward, then I wouldn't be able to really learn. Right. Or you know, even having the passion of what you know O'Donnell brings to the table, I mean, he really cares about it, and that's why you know I appreciate being with all these, you know, I guess you could say characters, but you know these personalities that right. you know really want to escalate you know our 
you know, our, our, you know, the prominence of Airsoft and Namsoft in particular in the community. You know, it's not just some small niche guys who are very hardcore, you know, but right. we're passionate guys who just want to tell that story of, you know, what went on 50, 60 years ago. Right. And that's been our vision really is, you know, going back to the communities, the two communities, it's to really bridge the gap. Like, yeah. we don't want to be either or really, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, I'm not saying one's lamer than the other. I just, no, I just think we there's, there's good in both, and yeah. we want to. Mesh but I together. feel like we have the versatility to do. Definitely, both. we. I mean, think about it. If we, if we were, if we just went in to say, oh, we're reenactors, and we just did displays, yeah. we'd be talking about shit. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We have museums reaching out to us to do their displays yeah. and be their their Vietnam representation. Right. Like, so. We, we must be doing something right. At, right. At that and we even yeah. had, you know, I know we talked about before, we even had vets come up to us right, and want to take pictures with us and compliment us. And, you know, I think some of, some of them hugged us for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, they were very appreciative of what we represented. You know, we and we didn't even, like I said, we didn't even expect this. We didn't know coming in that we were going to have that sort of impact on them. Right. And it meant a lot to us that at least it, it, it gave off that pot, you know, that positive vibe that you know like look we're here to like i said rep you know replicate history do it in an authentic manner and just show the world like hey it's doable and you know here we are right and that's that's kind of why i think a lot of dudes got triggered during that discord discussion i don't want to yeah. call names out i'm not going to call names out but like the the whole this is just airsoft is not it really doesn't apply to us like no. we're, we're trying to be better than like that stigma and that's the thing is like reading actors think Aristotle's have that attitude and we yep. don't and we, we're trying so that's why I think a lot of guys were triggered but that's we're trying to break that mold yes and but that's something we we did from the get go like this has been in the works for almost four years like mm -hmm. We're getting there, you know, and we've come a long way. It's not to offend airsofters. We're, we're airsofters, like other than this event, we do. It's all airsofters. Yeah, we all we start off as airsofters and paintball, and we and still we, are. But we still are. Like think about it. After, uh, think about it. The next event after Cochise, which is our most authentic event, we put so much work yeah. on, is freaking Steel Cog. That game is bananas, bro. That it's out of control. It's anything goes. Everyone's going nuts. It's pure airsoft. You wear whatever you want, and yes. you have character cards, for God's sakes. It, it doesn't get more ridiculous than that. I mean, once again, that is a fun of fun as hell event, you know, especially to the select few who actually take the story, you know, a little serious. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Kochi's Green in and of itself is a whole different animal. And just no, hopefully, yeah, it's, as long as you respect the guidelines, then you're going to be all right. Right. So, you know, if you're interested... We, we love it. We, we think it's a great thing. Um, there are a lot of new people. Like I said, we've we've gained a lot of uh, notice lately. Um, yeah. I think I think Mike's video did a great job of that. Of course. And, you know, the new guys got to listen. Like they, they got to learn. And and I'll admit, like some it some uh, some guys may be too short with the new guys asking questions. And I yeah. think we address that. And I, I think going forward. That shouldn't happen. Right. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn, <clears throat> but in the past, a lot of it used to be just me answering questions. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm just saying. Like I'm not yeah, saying I'm the best or anything. I'm just saying a lot of times, like oh, they come to you. They would come to me, and it's directed right at me. It's like you know, private message. Oh, now yeah. we have an open forum. 
So there's all different right. uh, I mean, opinions you, and, and, and Well, at least you got your guys to have your back on it, though. And I mean, exactly, I, know the, yeah. I know, you know, obviously the more prominent, you know, staff members, of course, you know, say, you know, stepping up to the plate and everything, and you know, right. Like I said, the most important thing is, like, we're, like at the end, you know, and I know we can't say this enough. We're here to help. We're not trying to, you know, tear apart someone's self-esteem or anything, or just you know, not get involved. Period. No, absolutely. Like that's the that's the big thing. Um, I don't think that's people's intention. It's just, I think now this year too, everyone's been cooped up with this yeah. this coronavirus shit. Everyone's a little antsy. No one's really gotten out there yet. Everyone's ready to go. Um, you know, tensions with other stuff. Right. So that's that'll be one of my excuses for for all the drama that happened this week. I just don't, you know, I just don't think that's the norm. No, uh, of course not. The discourse, like I said, been pretty good. Um, I I think sometimes though, like people will give answers that the person looking for for uh, might opinions. Take they don't like the answer. Yeah. They just don't like the answer. Right? Mm-hmm. But um, you guys got to realize, like, hey, you're putting yourself out there. So people are going to... Of course. You're going to have give you know, their a few dozen people that yeah. are going to put their eyes on everything. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, like I said, people, I think both sides. And and like I said, I only can address what people giving me the advice or their opinion. I only can address that. Like people posting it, stuff like they're going to post stuff. In, it's a balancing act yeah. at the end of the day. And you know, I know it's going to, I am going to end up, end up like a broken clock anyway, just repeating that. But yeah. that's what it comes down to for us. You know, we're trying to maintain that balance. It ain't going to be easy, especially with the more people that are involved. Yeah, and, dude, think about it. I think we, when I did the count, we had about 15 States represented. Wow. This year. All right. Yeah. We have dudes coming from Tennessee, Ohio, um, a guy planning to come from Minnesota, yep. a guy coming from, I believe, Georgia. Really? You know, then we have, uh, obviously, Chris Johnson, and yep. another guy coming from Colorado. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. It, this is great. Like, I think, uh, I didn't, I didn't expect us to get, um, that, you know, branch out that far. Right. I really thought we were going to be an East Coast, Northeast, well, you, you know, know, but... It's amazing. I, it's, it's great. It, this is this is. I'm beyond excited for this year, just because I get to go outside. Oh yeah. But also like. This event is grown, and I think we, we can, uh, only grow from right. here. I mean, as long as we promote it, you know. Yeah. I think that's all best we can do, and just having them spread the word, you know, by word of mouth and everything. Yeah, I, but like. I think we have to promote it, yes, and get get the traffic and get the, right. the people the interest up. But we have to also push the 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 um, the buyers guides that kind of stuff right. to get guys squared away. Yeah. Especially guys who are going like like I post you know I think I posted something in the the GI planning group because we had a lot of new guys. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, a lot of guys are traveling a long way. If they come with the wrong stuff, like like I'm telling you, we we've never had to turn anyone away. We've never yeah. had. Um, so far, no one's come with a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one guy with facial hair that we made uh, shave down. Yep. Uh, Gear-wise, most for the most part, we can probably help you fix it. Yep. Uh, a lot of times, less is more. Like you may sh- you may have three ammo pouches and one's an Alice pouch. Just get rid of the one Alice pouch. You know, yep. Like that's just a crazy example. But exactly. I'm just saying, like, um, yeah, like like just do your research. Make sure all your gear is right. You guys are coming a long way. We yep. want to. We want you to come and enjoy the event. Obviously, 
but we still gotta like uphold the standards of the event that we you know we were we're, we're running. So um, and I think that's what appealed to a lot of these guys too. So it's not like any other you know Vietnam event that you find across the country where you see these videos on YouTube. You know, and you've seen them too. I mean, where they have these Vietnam events set up, and you still see guys with. Well, it's, you a, know, it's some. A lot of them are just. Like it's more or less the setting, it's a though. Theme. It's, it's the a theme. theme. It's yeah. this theme, and yes. then you just, you know. But like I said, we just wanted to raise the bar, and you know, like I said, we're not trying to sound like exclusive or you know, like I said, some sort of high-end society bullcrap. No, that's we're just yeah. Because at the end of the day, we don't want we don't want to like scare people away. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to contradict myself, but if it came down to it, we had 30 guys with legit kits versus 90 guys with yeah. M4s and play carriers and that kind of stuff, we'd rather, we would go for the 30 guys. Oh, without, you know, that, that's, that's no, there's no uh, debate on yeah, that. Yeah, right. That, like that, the numbers have never really been our main goal. No, of course. That's why I've, I'm so surprised at the number of, yeah. of um, interest we've had where we're potentially going to be capping the GIs. Yep. So if you here's my plug if you're still thinking about signing up, I would say we've we're close. We're close to the cap that I was imposing. Um so sign up if you're listening to this. Yeah. I would say most of our listeners of the podcast probably already signed up. Yeah. Um, but if well, any of your buddies like Strasburger and we're calling you out, um, <laughs> get your guys to sign up. Either that or you know if they have the right gear for VC by all means that, that's Yes. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for a, a certain ratio. I don't want to share it um, on the web because it get, it'll get set in stone. But yeah, we don't want we don't want yeah. to have that held against us. Obviously, yeah. But, yeah. but I am I am aiming for a specific ratio of GIs to pattern forces, just to keep the game balanced. Yeah. Um, we can or still. event balance. I hate saying game because it's not a game. Yeah, it's an experience. An yeah, event. I, but the, you know, gameplay. I guess we gotta keep. It's still a war game. I guess. Right. I mean, um, I don't know. That's that's really it. I, I don't want to get. I don't want to get too serious anymore. Right. We're, we're beating a dead well, horse here. Oh, without question. Because even for myself personally, I get very annoyed when I look at my Discord and I see like thirty plus messages and wherever the discussion yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. And then people get pissed off. They throw their hissy fits, and then it's like. Does it affect me? No, but it's like, you know, this is not what, what, what we're all about. Right, but you don't want to see it. You don't want to see, you know, who, uh, I'd rather just see people like, wow, you know, you guys are very, you know, very insightful, and I really appreciate the help and everything, and, you know, I mean, you, even in person when we see, you know, wherever field we are, you know, yeah. and, like, I guess in particular, what we've talked about in the past, uh, you know, especially for, like, the expo, we always seem to come across kids with, like, their Vietnam kids. Right. And whoever it is, any of us, have personally approached them. And, you know, and I try to be as generous and sincere as possible. Like, look, man, you know, you just got to change. Like, look at Wiki. Like, Wiki had that Vietnam kit for a while. And then yeah. he, he's like, all right, I'm interested in coming to MacArthur, you know, yeah. last year. So he, he made a few tweaks. He followed our advice. And, dude, he's one of our, like, think about it. He's a platoon RTO now. He's, yeah, you know, he, he's one of the main I mean, guys. And that's the thing. Like, 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 none of us are special. Like, nobody. And we're, like, we're just obviously, obviously, I have a choke. So... I mean, like I said, we were night, you know, obviously generous to Wiki and everything, and he listened. I mean, no one gave him an issue, and if anyone did, then you know they're completely wrong for it. Yeah, I w- like I said, if people are rude, I will. I my phone literally broke when that was going on. I would have uh, moderated that. Um, yeah. My phone was literally broken, and I was pulling, I was digging up bamboo. I'm actually <laughs> dealing with Vietnam in my backyard right now. 
it's it's overgrown. It's pretty ugly. I've personally yeah. seen that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, maybe you could make some punji sticks out of that sucker. My backyard is a punji pit right now. Yeah. It's just all uh, little shoots of bamboo. <laughs> I don't know how my dog runs through it, but he's like a, he's pretty much like a Viet Cong. He is. I mean, he's trying to hunt down that woodchuck. Yeah, he's been hunting a woodchuck, so. <laughs> I don't know. Life in the suburbs. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to, so the next event, which is really our first event of the Namsoff season, we had to move it from, it would have been this weekend, wouldn't yep. it have been? Would have been, right would've after been this, uh, Fit. Yeah, dude, I don't know. So, all right, so we're, it's Comduck. It's July 11th to the 12th at Tolcom, Massachusetts. Both sides are $55. This is going to be, I my plan is to make this the one of the roughest, toughest, hard-on-your-body events um, that we've ever done because it's going to be purely on that eastern side of Tolcom. Yep. So we're going to be humping up and down that gorge for 24 hours. Yep. Uh, both, both sides will be... What I like about this event is, for the most part, both sides are in even planes. You know, mm-hmm. the numbers were even last year. Yeah, that So was- it was... And there's no base. There's no, no... No one has a position. It's all living out of your rock yep. on both sides. It's, it's a really... It's really a, a, a grown... Men's version of manhunt. I was gonna say cat and mouse. Cat and mouse, yeah. And you know that, that's how it was at Daxing last year. Yeah. I mean, you had smaller forces, so it's a little bit more intimate. Yes. So when you find at least one enemy, I mean, do you decide whether or not you shoot at him or you let him walk away and let right. the rest of his buddies, you know, come along? Yeah. The event's really designed to just. Sneak through the it's, woods. Yeah, it's yeah. the opposite of, you know, MacArthur or Cochise where it's larger scale battles. This is more, you know, I guess a little more stealthy, you know, a little yeah. more tactical because you're in those smaller squads and yep. you really need to be on top of, you know, you know, you can't be just be stepping on twigs and everything. You can't just, you know, let your gear rub against trees. No, you got to be... Yeah. You have to be on point. Counts you, have to, you have to be very focused on your surroundings and you, you better, uh, hopefully have a you know a, a very good eye and watch out for traps. I mean, just, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, we, we caught a couple of traps. I mean, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about that one. That last year, Doc Siang was probably my favorite event. I really liked it. Um, the numbers are decent. They could be a little better. I'll admit. I'll be honest. Uh, it it got moved the week before the two other events. Uh, so. That we, we may have lost some guys from that. Right. I I will go on the record and saying since we did move the event, if you had to choose between the two, go to one of the, the other events, the you know the one in Vermont or the one in New Jersey. Um, but if you can go to both, I highly recommend it. Yeah. You get to use your tiger stripes. So all those guys who've been asking to use their tigers or be alert, this is the event for you. Yep. Um, I dude, like I said, it 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 was. I, I felt like I was on Mike Force last year. Yeah, I mean, when we were when we were trying to at least through. people were able to get that you know out of their system. You know, you, I mean, most of you guys, you know, when I wait, even put on face paint. You know, I mean, just yeah. all that stuff. I mean, yep. so look, if that makes you satisfied, then sure, at least you get your fix. Whereas MacArthur, look, you're part of you know, especially if you're GI, you're part of the machine that is the U.S. Army. Right. Think about it. we have a company-sized element. Yep. You know, it's, I guess it's. We are almost going to have three squads per... We're going to have two platoons, yep. three squads each, and then a uh, company command and uh, an engineer squad. So that's... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
half a platoon, you know, about a platoon-sized element. That yep. we're, we, you know, we, we organize as a, as a company to kind of break it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a large, pretty large force for of all guys with legit Vietnam kit, man. So, I don't. Let's let's we'll, we're going to talk. We're, yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about coaches later. Um, but Comduck, it'll it'll be smaller groups than uh, coaches is going to be. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the, the numbers could be better. They're not bad. They're they're enough to hold the event, in my opinion. So we will do be doing the event. It'll be good to get out there. Um, I look at it as a, is if you're not getting in shape for coaches yet. This is like the event to kick you off because it's gonna beat your ass. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, especially that valley. Yep. you better prepare to be going up and down. You know. Yeah, and it's all you know. It, it's all like sideways. If you're if we're going across the gorge, it's all sideways. The side incline. Yeah, you have steep like, inclines yeah. and everything. You're not. You're hardly gonna be on flat ground unless you're going through the riverbed. But even then, you're gonna be have your you know feet up. You know, you're gonna have water and mud up to your ankles and everything, and it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be pleasant. I mean, no, no. no. So that, yeah, that's July 11th to the 12th at Tolcon, Massachusetts. Tickets are fifty-five dollars. That's the Battle of Comduck. Um, look on the website for the requirements. the The NVA and Viacom requirements are the same as they are for coaches. The mic. There's a mic force um, impression guide that we have on there. Um, it's it's not hard. I mean, you can still go with your grunt kit, with a boonie hat. You're more or less a Mike Force yeah. member, so that's fine if you want to do that. But highly recommend it. It's a good way to kick off the real nom season. They're having this is still technically the first nom yeah. event of the season. So, all right, let's uh, move on. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. Come correct. All right, the next rendition of Coming Correct with Bay, the topic, weapons! All right, weapons is a very wide range for the pattern. Oh, absolutely. So let's start, let's make it easy. Let's start with the GIs first. All right. Number one option for a GI. Of course, the M16A1. Bada bing, bada boom. There's a Forget lot of, about it. There's a lot of different options out there. You have the, the, the Simo, which I think is really good. The, yep. the new Sportline one, I think it's called. I think it was the Platinum Series. That's $175 an e-bike. Yes. That, that to me, I think is the best option. Best bang for your buck. Yep. Um, every Simo, Simo weapon I've had, it's a really reliable straight shooter out of the box. I don't even think you have to upgrade it's it. It's not necessarily the prettiest gun in the world, but you know what? The gearbox... Yeah. Very suitable. Yep. Definitely can take, you know, pretty damn durable. Take a few hits and everything, and you'll have it for at least a minimum of four or five years. Yep, before you even have to open it. Yep. You know, obviously keep a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. keep maintenance, but... Of course. Um, then, you know, you get the higher-end stuff, if you can find them, like the Classic Armies, the GMPs, the GMPs. There are a few retailers out there that have the actual licensed trades. Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're tough to find. But they're out there. Um, yep. You just got to be willing to pay that shipping, you know. That's that's what it comes down yes, to. Yeah, yeah, But um, what, else, what other options are out there? Like the JG. JG, a lot of guys had, because it was like at one point the only option. Um, yeah, I mean, because you could get it for 150 bucks, especially yeah. the plastic body one. I yeah. used to own one myself personally, but 
you know, not the best in the world. No, I I bought mine and it was a lemon, and I just put another hundred dollars worth of upgrades in there. It shoots fucking laser beams. Yeah. Um, my bro, my little brother, when he goes, he uses it. I use my GMP. Right. Uh, you know, Darius did a great job parkerizing the the uh, the, the metal parts, so it yeah. looks really cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, now you know. Now it's a, it's not even a JG anymore at this point. It's just got just you know, it's maybe got a JG shell. It's it's, it's it's a gorgeous Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what else? What other brands are out there? It's really it's, the Simon's probably your best bet. Well, I mean, unless you want to go super high end and go for those ViperTech gas blowback and or we. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, Mike. Mike just got his. Um, yeah, I mean. It's just really expensive. Yeah, I mean, I, I just bring it up for the sake of the conversation for weapons. If those who are interested in gas blowbacks, you know, you get your Wetex. Yep. And, you know, like I said, the Viper, I mean, unless someone's that, you know. I mean, but I'll get that later about spending a stupid amount because I'm personally guilty of that. But um, mine wasn't a gas blowback and everything. So, uh but as some people who who play with me know that it was you know it's uh, it's another weapon that the GIs use that I I absolutely uh, you know admire and adore. Yeah, yeah. So what are the other options? The XM, not preferred unless you're going as an officer mm-hmm. or at least a senior NCO. I think there are way too many XMs. Uh, you know, dudes keep on buying XMs and now. Other companies have started make, making them. Like I think SEMA has their own version. SEMA now. has their one, but they're not on the major website. They're like on the obscure. Oh age. yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I don't like. I really think if you're going as a regular grunt, just get an M16A1. Yeah. You know that's mm-hmm. that's really really ideal. Um, yeah. Another preferred weapon, if you can, if you have one, is the M60E1. Yep. Or just go with basic M60. I mean, for you know. With okay. The, yeah, M60. But yeah. yes, you know, obviously the Vietnam era one, not the E4 or E3 variant. Right. Not right. none of those. Right, and uh, they're pretty expensive. The A and K, what is it, what three fifty? And that's Dep- I know the E5 jacked up the price to almost like four fifty, but it depends on the website that you're involved with. It, but it is between three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty dollars. Um, I used to personally own one, um, ended up HPAing it, and then eventually selling it because I just wasn't particularly happy with, you know, the overall. Po- I mean, it you you're paying four hundred plus dollars for cheap pot metal, and eventually, you know, with all the hard work that went involved trying to keep that thing literally held together, I've you know it still wants to you know fall apart. And it was just very frustrating that, you know, for me, I had to go to the hardware store, uh, you know, resize some of the threads on the screws. So, you know, I had to get new screws and everything just to keep the body in check, you know, putting Loctite on. Right. Every so, so it's, yeah. But, I mean, that's what, it, that's really the norm that everyone has. Well, that's the thing. Even, uh, we've had past events where we've had one or two M60s go down. But yeah. that's A and K with their crappy gearbox. That's just LMGs. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Almost, yeah, most LMGs go down. Um, I know... Vince has that like beautiful. Uh, yes, yeah, that, that, thing, is that thing is amazing. But I mean, Fruchi, you got you got some. Uh, you got I have, the LCT now, right? Yeah, I have the LCT, and you know, I, like I just mentioned, maybe about two minutes ago, I spent a crap ton of money on it. I mean, yeah. I spent nearly two grand on it. You spent your uh, coronavirus money on Pretty it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and, um, But man, that thing is absolutely gorgeous. You know, shoots like a dream. Comes with an eight millimeter gearbox. Right. So, like, you can really, you know, if I really wanted to crack that sucker open, you know, I can do whatever the hell I want. 
with it, you know, and, and it's very reliable. I mean, I know I haven't used it in game yet, but I've definitely been, you know, using it in my backyard just to, right. you know, to keep break it, it up. in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's been shooting great. And, you know, I just want to just bring it out and just let it be known. Like, you know, there's other options out there. If someone's willing to, you know, save up some cash and want to get an LCT, by all means. And you get it what you pay for. Exactly. I mean, it's it's a lot more robust. The parts aren't going to crack up on you because I, I know a bunch of guys with AKs who have cracked bipod legs. Oh, yeah. Always. You always. know, I had a barrel release lever crack on me. And, you know, like I said, it just it's just that durable and it feels that much more realistic. Plus, it's about six pounds heavier. Yeah. NK is probably weigh about 15, 16 pounds. Right. LCT weighs about 21, 22 pounds. Okay. So you're, and plus, like I said, the the quality of that metal. I mean, you can literally throw that on the ground, and it's not going to go anywhere. Right, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we. I think we have this year. We have two or three, depending on yeah who signs up and who gets moved to squad lead and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Um. So the other the other preferred weapon for the era we are portraying is the M seventy nine Thumper, the grenade launcher. Mm-hmm. That's an expensive ordeal because. You're feeding it with tagins or yep. shower shells, and it's a lot of CO, CO2. Um, God bless you if you if you come as a grenadier. I, I, I think you a you'd be awesome. B you're a brave man. But, oh yeah. But those those dude, those uh, scatter shells they're useful if you're walking point man. Oh yeah. Those scare those scare dudes away. Without um, so it's not you know it's that you won't be like. Useless or anything, I think uh, you'll have a usage. I think, right? I think for those who do want to be different and still want to do Vietnam right, Grenadier is up the alley because we're more than you know, welcoming to having someone who wants to be a Grenadier. Right. It's different, and you know what? You're going to play a different role. You're not yeah. going to just... Yeah. If you don't if you don't want to feel like you're saddled with an M60 or an M16, hey, M79 is the way to go. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So then the other reluctantly accepted... Rifle is an M14 with the wood stock. Now it's very important because I surprisingly, I would say over the years, three times, three different people have asked me, can they bring their fucking EBR M14? Yep. Just because an M14 was in Vietnam doesn't mean some fiberglass modern yeah. wacky gun is okay. It's got to be obviously the error appropriate yeah. uh, rifle. Um, but that said. We are trying. We're gonna probably weed that out by the yeah. time you know. If we think about it, next year we're probably gonna do later '68. Yeah. Um, you know, we we portray a unit that's was pretty well equipped. Yep. So, F-16 is probably the best bet. You know, guys will try to prove me wrong. I'm sure, but uh, I'm really just. I would say, I'm, if anything, not to cut you off, if you want to come different. I mean, I don't mention the M79, but. Being that we're trying to weed out M14s, why not just try to go for like a shotgun? Shotgun's cool, yeah. Um, we don't actually have shotgun listed on our uh, our weapon list here for, it, um, but the yeah the shotgun is is uh, the That's, Ithaca. Yeah, Ithaca 37, yeah. the Remington 870. Those yeah. are excellent examples of what to get. I mean, Tokyo Marui. Has that one's nice too. It's a, the tri shot, right? Yeah, the tri, the gas tri yeah. shot. Even though it's three hundred fifty dollars, but at least you got the wood and stock, yes. and it's still and it's thirty. It's like a real shotgun. It's pretty really, much. Yeah. It's John um, Simpson, one of the engineers, had it last year. Yeah, he used it. it but was, that's what I'm saying. If you want to change it up to a slight degree, get yourself a shotgun. Yeah, yeah. You know? so um, we're not gonna go over what's not accepted. 
Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about the magazines real quick, though. Obviously, for the M16A1s and the XMs, it's really the a mid-cap, the 20-rounder, the, you know, the shorty uh, M16 mags. They're they're like kind of iconic for the Vietnam War. Well, I don't of know. course they're yeah. iconic. I mean, because the 30 rounds were only fairly prominent to special forces and SEAL team members right. in the late 60s. Right, and I think late, I think like when the chopper was flying out of Saigon that's when in you 75. Saw, that's when they were a little yeah. more prominent, yeah. but... But that, yeah, we're, we're, we're in the height of the war in 68. Yeah, they were still getting 20-round magazines. 20-round mags. I think that... Like, you can have the, the, the greatest kid ever, and then you have, to me, like, you, you see those rounds, like, oh, dude, you could have gotten, gotten, gotten that fixed. You could have fixed that. Yeah. Um, so with that said, let's move on to the Pavin, which is a lot. It's, there's a lot to go over. Um, we'll, we're going to talk about, let's talk about the NVA real quick. Yeah. Where if you're going as, like, a main unit of the, the NVA, you're probably well-equipped. Mm-hmm. I would recommend getting an AKM or AKMS or Type Fifty Six. Type Fifty Six. That's really your best bet if you're going as like a well-equipped NVA element. Yeah. That's if that's your impression. Um, Sima, in my opinion, makes a, again makes a great AKM. That's my my AKM is a Sima. Yep. I've not touched it in six-ish years now, and it's yeah. it, dude, it still shoots great. Like yeah. Um, I actually lent it to Roman for Milson West when his um, RPD went down, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Dude, this gun's awesome!" I'm like, "Dude, I know." I'm like, "Hopefully, you didn't break it because every time I lend yeah. guns out, they break." Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hardy. It's made of real wood. The metal's pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, the the, the SEMA, the SEMA, um, AKM, AKMS are really good. They even have like. Like the cheaper um, plastic version. Yeah, you get it for, for like, like ninety bucks, dude. And it shoots great. Yeah. Darius lent it to my brother when we went to Viet Cong a long time ago. Yeah. And it was it shot great. It was it was shooting like laser beams. That, yeah. That was a nice nice shooter. Um, but what, who makes a, I'm trying to think who else like a real sword? And, well, you know, real sword makes the Type Fifty Six. Yeah. You know you got LCT that makes right. ENL for a while made those. Yeah, you know yeah. AK series. Um, you also had GNG, GHK. Yeah, so you have options for AK. No, even GMP makes AKs. Yes, yeah, as I said. Um, yeah, you have options. A lot of options. I mean, you know, it depends on what your budget is. Um, you know, for me personally, you know, if you had some cash to spend, I'd recommend getting the real sword, because primarily, if you want to get technical like that, the NVA we're using. Type 56s. Yeah. And I, I don't want to get too much into details, but there are some noticeable differences between, you know, the first series AKs that came out from Russia in the late 1940s compared to, you know, the Chinese made variants. And, you know, but like I said, I mean, that's up to whoever wants to. But, um, like I said, if you really want to pay attention to all those tiny little details, by all means, Right. Um, I mean, not even in a backtrack to the M60, but that's what I like about the LCT. It's those minor differences. Those little details that, uh, you know, and that's why I like it. Plus, the real swords are always great performing guns, especially out of the box. Hell yeah. yeah. So if you're willing to shell out $400, by all means, I personally would recommend it. Right, right. So moving on to the Viet Cong, since there's a little bit of carryover, obviously the same applies for the AK options. But you also have different options, and a lot of guys, I think, on the NBA will will 
they're, they're able to use these weapons too. Yeah. I would I wouldn't say they're as prominent, but like you can get a Mosin, um, Mosin the Gaunt rifle, the uh, Pesh Pesh forty one yep. or the Pesh Pesh forty three submachine yep. gun, SKS uh, RPD. Machine gun, which was made. Who? What LCT made that one, right? LCT makes the RPD. Yeah, yeah. the one that Darius and Roman. Yep. Had. Yeah. Um, then you could also use like M16A1s. Yep. Grands. Or, um, a real favorite for the Viet Cong, from you know my research, was the uh, the BAR. Yep. Yeah. They, they they would like raid like yeah they captured army them. stocks and they would they would leave all the other weapons and take the fucking yeah BARs. they even stole it from the French you know during yeah. the Indochina yeah. War. But, you know, I guess as an umbrella term, a lot of World War II weapons, even Car 98Ks, yep. MP40s. STG, yeah. MP44, yeah, MP40. That's all acceptable. So, you, especially if you're NVA VC, there's no real excuse to say, oh, I couldn't find the, you know, the right, right weapon. They, they really like the M1 carbine. Yep. The M2 carbines. Uh, grease gun, M1 Grand. Mat 49. Mat 49s. If you, can, if you can find one, that's awesome. Well, yeah. yeah if they actually make it. Um... There's, you know, it's, you have a lot of options. You know, a lot, we try to get a lot of the uh, World War II airsofters to come yeah, and play as vehicles. You know, um, what else? I mean, really trying to stray away from this. Is, this is more of a um, a cadre of the Pavin Force for us. Is yeah. they really want you to stray away from sniper rifles because they feel that you you going as a sniper rifle and not as a a regular rifle is taking the firepower away from your unit. So come, you know, come with something that's, you know, regular. And it gives a sustainable rifle. way yeah. to fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so like no, no SVDs. Uh, the yeah, SVD that's is too rare. Yeah. Um, no PKs, no RPKs. Right, right. Um, those were all technically late war past seventy three, and that was obviously you know beyond right. Vietnamization and everything. So. I mean, unless you were running NVA 1974, then yeah, a PK, RPK are acceptable. SVD, possibly. But like I said, for now, that's a no-go. And that's just how it is, unfortunately. You know. Right. Right. So, yeah, I mean, you have options. Look on the buyer's guide. Look on the uniform requirements. It'll give you a really good idea of what's acceptable and what's preferred, uh, what's not allowed. Um... There are a lot of like variants for AKs that we have listed there. I'm not gonna go over them on this. You can you know go onto the website and look it up. Yeah. But obviously, like no optics. You know, honestly, no optics for any of the rifles for Koshis. Yep. Um. And then you know, mags. Obviously, the old school stamp, yep. still stamp mags yep. for the you know the banana mags for uh, AKs. Um. I don't know what else. I mean, that, that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's 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 as basic as it can get. Um, you know, as you know, like we like mentioned, snipers. You know, that's a no go either way. Yeah, that's the only time it would have been acceptable. Right. But and I know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we already touched up on you know people asking questions. So. So okay, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the game show really quickly. All right. So we took a hiatus. What really happened was we we recorded a, a, an actual episode, and somehow the audio got messed up, and where we lost the entire audio. And mm-hmm. the game th- that episode was really smooth and re- went really well, so it kind of turned us off from doing another one so soon with like because yeah. we'd be doing the same thing over again. So imagine like 
your dog actually eating your homework and then having to do it over again. Mm-hmm. So we were like, screw this. I actually just moved um, from New York City to New Jersey, well, Queens to New Jersey. So I was really busy with that. We're Obviously, Frucci and I are in my house right now, and mm-hmm. it's really nice to be doing this in, in instead of the apartment. Yeah, know. I mean... Yeah, we, it's pretty cool. We have like a Bay HQ now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so we, 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 we will be doing the game show. We even have plans to potentially do a game show filmed, which I think is going to be hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, we don't want to get into too many details about that. No, it's not at all. Sound. Probably like a winter project we'll do. Yeah. But yeah, the, the game show is not dead. Um, we'll probably do like maybe three three more episodes for the summer, and we'll then, do it like yeah. once every blue moon. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll yeah, then we can start off another season. Exactly. I think we will do like a tournament of champions later on in the year, maybe like for the Christmas special or yeah. something like that. You know, for the the correctness. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, we'll do. It. We're, we're gonna do one. We're gonna do one in the next couple weeks. Because I know we still have a couple of people that want us yeah, to be involved. Yeah, no, we yeah we actually have about three more episodes worth of guests. So we will probably do those three episodes. Potentially next week, like we'll start. Oh, wow. we'll, yeah, right. we'll, we'll, we'll get you know, you know, um, whatever you know, whatever the twenty seventh, we'll probably start okay. back up again. Um, it's like I said, it's been a little heckish. So we um, mm-hmm. now that we you know, I kind of moved in. You know, my shit's still all over the place, but now I'm a little bit. At least you guys we'll, see, you know, computer yeah. set up yeah. and everything. Yeah. And so we'll 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 go back to it. It was really fun doing it. Um, it was really fun. It was it was a fun time. I hope people enjoyed listening to it. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll finish out the, the season. We'll call the season one of, uh, yeah. of Ken Fucci BSU. <laughs> so let's talk about, I guess this is the two hour come correct special two. Yep. Um, in July, that's going to be the next podcast. We're going to mm-hmm. you know, tell you everything you need to know about Operation Cochise Green that was a really fun episode to record last year when we did it. Yeah. We had a lot of guests on. Um, my wife, Casey, came up with a great idea of interviewing Dick Dribble and Johnny Vagisil, who are the two hosts of the game show. So we're going to get a little backstory about them. Might be funny to listen to uh, if, you haven't, if, you know, if you've been following the game show. But we'll talk about everything from the day you arrive at Cochise to... Yep. What to expect, um, you know, everything, you know, anything final for coming correct. Like I said, I probably release within and a little bit shortly after that is the the full collection of coming correct with Bay. Yep. I'm gonna compile all those little segments into yeah. one long episode so you can have them all mm-hmm. in one shot. I don't know if they're useful, so obviously, guys, let us know in comments right. or message us. You know, let you know, let me Liam know or whatever. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we have a lot to talk about for that. I'm gonna try to get like I'll try to get like Chris Johnson on for the Pavin side with Roman. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of this, plenty of guys to talk about for the GI side. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have a lot of guys, a lot of people on you know come in for one part, come out for the next part, and like jump in on you know jump in for part you know certain yeah. parts. Um, we'll probably talk about how Com Duck went. A lot of the Bay guys are going to. Anchor and Stars Indian Country, so yep. we'll talk about that. It's we'll probably try to do that July, about a month from now. About yeah. about a month from now, we'll we'll do it. Um, 
yeah, we're, like I said, we're really excited. We have a lot to talk about for um, Coaches Green. So we will touch base with everybody at the come you know the yeah, two hour come correct special part it, two. It definitely gonna be worthwhile. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a really actually. It was our most listened to episode last year until the Christmas special. <laughs> the Come Christmas oh, uh, holiday special, which... Oh, boy. That one I really can't wait to do. Think about it. We're six months from now. I, <laughs> I know. Next thing you know, it's already going to be in October. And I know, man. I know, dude. Well, this, already, this year has already been blowing by. I mean, no thanks to that bullshit-ass virus and everything. And, you know, taking the day, you know, our days away, basically, while we're all cooped up at home. But anyway... yeah. Yep. You know, but it's all going to come soon. And, you know, I just want to embrace every day, you know, especially now that we're having great weather and all that jazz. And Hell yeah. At least, like you said, conduct is around the corner, man. We're going to be outside. We're going to be on our tiger stripes. And we're going to be fucking hunting Charlie. Hell yeah. So, we're, you know. Or Charlie's going to be hunting us. And we shall see. We yep. shall see. Yep. So, other than that, Ferrucci, what do you think? This was a pretty smooth podcast. I apologize. I don't think we're going to have too many uh, bloopers, if that, any. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, I don't even know if I'm going to have to edit this shit, bro. This is pretty quick. I'm not I'm not complaining. So, Fruit, you want to do some uh, little send-off with uh, Herbert? Well, it's been real smooth. Just like ass. Oh, boy. Well, I see you over there in the corner, Dickie. Want to have some fun? This is Dick Dribbles signing off. Thanks for listening. Now, get your ass over here in the car. Fruji, you better get back in your hole. You coming in with me, big boy. Nah, fuck that, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck on. You're a fucking freak show, bub. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Are you, you done? No, I'm not, you little shit. Fuck. If you don't come correct, I'm gonna find you.